warm welcome to everyone today uh, who are coming for the first time. This is a this is a prayer group blessed by the Holy Spirit, and today we are going to testify and give glory to God and to Him alone. So, who would like to go first and give glory to God? Thank you, Jesus. Brother, I'll go first. I've got two testimonies to share, so I'll take a little time. Yeah, yeah, please. And yeah, thank you, brother. Yeah, so I just wanted to share a testimony of an encounter that I had this week. And it just shook me in the way, you know, the way we think and the way we perceive situations around us. So this was um, on Tuesday when I had some work in the city and I traveled to the city. Um, and I had finished off my work there and was just traveling back on the way just going on the way back to another bus station so I could get the bus. And while I walked along the road and I was crossing the traffic lights on the pedestrian crossing, I just noticed a man sitting there at the traffic light. And he was he was a beggar, was begging for, you know, and he had a cloth in front of him with some coins, small denomination coins on there. And I was just walking past him with something inside said, stop, ask him if he has had lunch. It was around lunchtime stop and ask him if he's had lunch so i i had walked a few steps ahead i turned back went back to him and asked him have you had lunch he said no so i asked him would you like to have lunch and he said yes please so then i just gave him something that he could have lunch and he was a bit shocked and surprised because he wasn't expecting um he wasn't expecting anything and he wasn't expecting to get something whereby he could have you know enough for him to have lunch so and then I just felt, you know, felt like blessing him. He well, no, well, before that, he he was grateful, so he just wanted to thank me. Normally, when you know, when these there are these people sitting by the road or traffic lights, people don't normally shake hands with them. So what they would normally do is, if they want to thank you, they'll just put out their fist for a fist bump, and just have a quick fist bump. So he put stretched out his hand for a fist bump, and he said thank you. And I I just chose to shake his hand because I know people don't shake their hands normally. So I chose to shake his hand and I felt like blessing him. So I laid hands on his head, uh, my thumb on his forehead, and I, I just said a blessing on him. And then I asked him to go and have lunch and uh, go and get some lunch. And then I started walking ahead. So I'd walk probably five, seven meters away maybe and continued walking. And I heard a voice from behind saying, thank you for giving me. So I turned back to look and the man was far away because I'd already walked a little of distance, and he was busy in himself looking down, doing something else. And then again, the voice said, it was I whom you gave to. Thank you for giving me. And I immediately knew who it was that was speaking. And then his voice got all emotional, and, and in an emotional, shaky voice, he said, how can I repay you? It was quite a touching moment. And I'm thinking to myself and saying to him, you have already paid the ultimate price. What more is there to repay? To repay me, if I live 10,000 lifetimes, I will not be able to repay. So why must you repay me? And the conversation ended there, but I still think of it every day and it still has that same emotional touch experience that it had at that, that, that moment there that afternoon. And um, But I guess the, the, the big uh, takeaway for each of us there from this experience and 
And actually, more importantly, before that is, I used to pray every time, Lord, let me have that encounter with you. People say, I have seen Jesus. I have, Jesus came and spoke to me. And I'm like, Lord, when will I get to see you? And this was like that, that moment of truth there. And you know, a couple of scriptures quickly came to mind. Where the first one is from Matthew 25. I think in Matthew 25, verse 40, where he said, Whatever you did for, the, for one of the least of my brothers and sisters, that you did for me. And then the second one that came to mind as well immediately was, He who lends to the poor, lends to the Lord, and the Lord will repay that good deed. And the takeaway for, I think, for each of us from there is um, you never know at which traffic light or which corner of the road is Jesus sitting there waiting for you to give him something. It was quite an experience to have. Thank you, Lord. You finally revealed yourself. Thank you, Jesus. And then the, another testimony I wanted to share, but there's actually a few. But I won't share all of them. There's, there's the other one is for a bigger testimony at another time because that's that's a longer journey that I will probably that's still not finished. So I will share that testimony at some other time when you know, it has reached the stage where I can actually share a lot more information on that journey. But it is linked to the time of testing that session that we've done uh, a few months ago. It is linked to that journey that I've been on. So this other. And this other testimony that I'm going to share now is also linked to it. So this was second testimony was from last Sunday where late Sunday morning around noon, maybe I'd gone out for some work driving the place. And then um, I was driving back when I'd finished whatever I had gone for. And the car indicated that fuel was low. And, you know, the computer screen on the car shows you how much is left. And it said you can drive seven kilometers. So I stopped and I looked up where's uh, the, the nearest fuel station that I could go to, the one that I would normally want to go to. And that was about 10 kilometers away. So there itself, the first thought was, the car can only go seven, but the distance required is 10. Now what am I going to do? And when I looked at it, as in you know the, the place where that fuel station is, the journey there was all up and downhill. You know, part of Brisbane is a bit hilly. So this was up and downhill and it had two steep slopes in it. But the bigger thing was those steep slopes were in the second part, the latter part of the journey. So I'm thinking to myself now, and the latter part of the journey there, if you're climbing up slope in those areas, it's a narrow single lane road. There is no opportunity. There is no shoulder by the side of the road. So there is no opportunity to stop by the side. If your car conks off, there is no opportunity to turn around. You can't even U-turn. The only way is up. And if your car runs out of fuel there, you're stuck, you will jam the road and you, there's nothing you can do about it because you can't move your car anywhere. I'm thinking, now what am I going to do? But I just felt this is a supernatural situation. So I said, Lord, you have to help me in this one. I'm going to start praying in tongues now and I start driving. So I'm driving up and down, it's going on. The first half wasn't too much of slope, so the car kept going. I'm trying to economize on fuel and maximize journey so I can save as much fuel as I can. And at the same time, I'm looking at the computer screen and it's going down from 7 to 6 to 5 to 4, 3, 2, 1 and 0. And when it hits 0, all this while I'm still praying in tongues, I can still see the screen. And there are you know, fear messages coming from that screen. When you look at it, fear speaks. You know that. So it is speaking. Now you're 0. You won't make it. You're going to get stuck somewhere. 
And at the time it hit zero, I was up, there were two steep slopes. I was up the first of the two slopes and it hit zero. And if you know that when you're driving cars, when you're going up slope, the car takes more fuel because it has to push more energy to drive up slope. And I'm thinking, I wonder what's going to happen, but I keep praying. And I say, I'm not losing faith. Keep going. So I pressed the accelerator. Fortunately, the car did accelerate. It didn't stop. I climbed up the first slope and I sighed a, a, a big sigh of relief. It went down that first slope and then I let it run on its own, its natural momentum, so that it can get a bit of a climb up the second slope as well. And now again, I've got to press accelerate. I'm thinking, I don't know whether anything will happen or not, but I'm just going to press it in faith anyway. It climbed up part of the second slope. I pressed the accelerator. It kept going. It moved. It didn't show any signs of stuttering or anything. It climbed up the second slope as well. I said, wow, praise God. Now, after the second slope is done, a majority of the rest, there's the next part is about two and a half, three kilometer journey still left. And majority of that was down slopes. I said, okay, I'll let it run on its own freely as much as it can. So I put the car in neutral and let it just run freely down. And the last 500 meters of that part, though, were flat. And it involved crossing a T-junction. So you obviously have to stop at that T-junction. And then once the other cars are free, as in there's a free road for you to turn around, you can turn and then move away. And 100 meters after that was the fuel station. So there again, the thought was, if I stop the car now, will it even move again? Don't know. But I'm just going to keep going because there's no turning back. There's, that's the best option I've got. So I go there, stopped at the T-junction, looked around, a couple of cars moved across. Then I had my turn to go. I pressed the accelerator again in faith, and the car kept accelerating this time as well. And I finally managed to drive into the petrol station. And while I'm there now, I'm having a conversation with the Holy Spirit. I'm saying, thank you, Lord, you pushed me in. Because even while I prayed there, you know, in tongues along the way, I kept saying to my angels, you are going to push my car. Don't let it stop up the slope. Don't let it stop in an awkward position. Let it keep going. Let me reach my destination to the fuel station. And I'm having this conversation now that I've reached. I'm thanking my angels. I'm thanking God. And... Um, the Holy Spirit said to me, so you've driven the last three kilometers on a dry tank. And I said, yes, I have driven it on a dry tank, thanks to you. And he said, isn't that what your life looks like right now? You've been driving on a dry tank. It takes faith. I said, yes, Lord, it does. And thank you for that gift. You have let me drive through. I said, so now you reach the fuel station. And he stopped the conversation there and went quiet. And the realization dawned on me that it takes supernatural faith when you're going through a dry run in your life when there is no other hope, everything else is gone. We need to exercise supernatural Abrahamic faith at that stage. That's when he steps in and he pushes us through right to the destination. And in this case, after the dry run, what the, the, the revelation that dawned on me was after that dry run, comes your refueling, your recharging point where he will fill all your tanks and then you can go on a new journey after that with full tanks in the spirit and in the flesh. So um, the message from that, I guess from this testimony is we are called to have that supernatural faith. I wouldn't encourage anyone to, to push their cars to that limit and then try and see whether it will go on. 
it will take a lot. In this case, I did have that sensation of it being a supernatural situation. So I, I persevered further. But please don't experiment with it unless you are called to in that situation and it's a supernatural situation speaking to you there. But in all other situations, not just your car, really in your personal life, we are called to have that supernatural faith if we want supernatural outcomes. So if your life is looking like there is no hope, you've been driving part of that distance, the last part of your journey in the last few days, weeks, months on a dry tank in the spirit, think again, hold on to that uh, supernatural Abrahamic faith, the faith of Abraham, where the Bible says he, beyond all hope, he held on to his faith and God counted it as righteous for him. I'm calling on you to hold on to that kind of supernatural faith. You will get supernatural result. He will bring you to the point where you will get a recharge in your tanks. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you teach us even in such kind of odd situations. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, brother. Very powerful testimony. So powerful. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Yes, who else would like to press? Uh, just give glory to God with your testimony. Yes, brother, this is Benny. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, I'd like to uh, praise God uh, for, you, for his grace and uh, mercy, uh, just like Brother Russell, he just uh, I like to thank Brother, Brother Russell for saying that too. Because I, uh, at work, I experienced uh, not only once but twice one in the ute and one in the truck for my work. And uh, yes, I was sort of like out from Brisbane. I uh, say, so on very similar circumstances from each, each time on a quarter of a tank, but um, uh. I, I drove in, I, I was going to uh, reach, uh, something happened that sort of made me not uh, stop at uh, earlier um, destinations at, at the fuel stations. But um, I can remember, uh, I can remember the, the first two of both my ute and the truck on separate occasions that I just made back in time at the, uh, to one of the- um, Hello, happy birthday. To one of the, um, service stations just before it conked out because uh, the light was flashing already the warning signs about uh, even even in townway but um, apparently yeah I just made it just in time for both at both times but also uh, as I said that was sort of like um, yeah I was just saying thank you thank you angels thank you um uh, Holy Spirit, that you know my you know my situations. I need I, I need your help now. I think the first one I remember because our work pass um, uh, wasn't working, and uh, it couldn't fall through. And I, at the same time, I the, my uh, I left my wallet back in the car, so I didn't I didn't. It was kind of like embarrassing, but. I, this was uh, I didn't have in my wallet because I would have put some of the <laughs> paid it from my own uh, wallet for my own um, uh, funds. But yeah, now I I had no no wallet, no um, uh, work pass to that that is working, and I was just yeah on a dry tank. 
kind of thing. It was just, it was a miracle. And I just met it. And I met it just uh, on the truck. I just was able to just make it back to work. But apparently the the next day, I wasn't sure if it was going to start up again to go to the closest uh, service station. But the whole, cut the whole story short. Uh, the, um, I, I did get to the, uh, the petrol stations and had to fill up an only good time and much to my surprise, but I was just thanking again, thanking the uh, angels and Holy spirit, but yeah, I'm sure it was just them to pull. I didn't, uh, uh pull me through cause I didn't want to look at the, uh, the fuels, uh, tanks too much. I just kept on just saying. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But it was very, very hard. And it just sort of like, I was a little bit spots there. I was doubtful, but I just, the, but the more I was praising God, the more I sort of like just uh, took my mind off it. It was, it was, it was very um, strange, but it was very, um, I was so glad. So yeah, I thank Brother Russell for um, jotting my memory down. So yes, the, the Spirit of God is always, upon me and I, I just in, in other areas of uh, uh, life I'd, I'd like to thank the Lord what is miracles and how he's touching people in need in all in, in all areas of this world you know in the wars and stuff like that I just like to thank the Lord that we can commune with him and pray for others when they need that are in help and in need He's, he's covering us with his precious blood in this holy prayer group. I like to, I'm just blessed to have such a wonderful living God that's always working all the time. His grace and his mercy. It's not from my righteousness, but it just, I just know that he's just the one true God. He is the Lord of hosts, the Lord thy God. And this is, there's no one beside thee, no one like thee. So thank you, everyone. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence all the time in our in our every second when we wake up in our sleep thank you thank you everyone thank you jesus thank you father thank you holy spirit thank you angels and ministering spirits here right now amen thank you jesus thank you Annie. thank you lord yes anyone else would like to share that testimony and give glory to god thank you lord brother vivek i would like to go next yeah yeah go ahead I want to thank and praise God for the clear report that he gave me. And I want to thank everyone for praying for me. I want to thank and praise God because I can feel his presence. And I, I, know, that, I know that his hand is on me and my family. And I also want to thank him for all the new things that he's doing in my life. And for his faithfulness. And last but not least, I want to thank this prayer group for all their teachings, the morning encounters for praying for me and for all the blessings that you'll bestow on us. Thank you. Thank you, sister. Thank you so much for that wonderful testimony. Just like Valerie put her intercession and she asked for prayers, we should also ask whatever prayer you want in your heart, please put it on the Telegram group. Remember, there are a lot of people who are interceding for you all the day and we would like to pray for you. So if you have any needs that are needed and you would like someone to pray, that's the advantage of being a part of this prayer group. And also, if you don't have a praying partner, just reach out to someone or ask and someone will definitely put it that I would like to have someone to pray with me. It's good to have a praying partner. And this group is, it's, it's a very 
close knit group um yeah so just have a praying partner we could pray with um just like sister jane there are so many others who could volunteer and pray with you and you could share your experiences with them especially when at low moments where you need someone to talk to and that's the advantage of this prayer group we are here for you and if you need any prayers please put it up on the our telegram group we are here to pray for each and every intention and once your once your prayers are answered please testify on the telegram group and if you can also do it on friday that'll be great thank you jesus yes anyone else would like to testify and give glory to god praise the lord brother i yeah. would like to quickly yeah. uh, thank you डिलिवरेंस Uh, that i'm being supported i'm not alone and uh, the attacks were getting severe but praise god god <clears throat> greater is jesus in us than he that is in the world and he will uh, he is he always sends help at the right time and thank god and um, yesterday my mummy was admitted in the hospital and yesterday morning it was again getting a little uh, more to me and i just wanted to get away from that place but then when i heard that mummy is admitted in the night so we came to meet mummy in the night and mummy wanted me to be over here so that was you know though i was not well fully i was still in pain i said okay i will wait or wait back so thank god for these little miracles whatever he shows the lord and the lord is taking care of my mummy also and also one more thing i wanted to share 3 weeks back i had this vision that mama is coming and she wants to sleep next to me and then i cover her with my quilt and yesterday last night when mummy said vandana you sleep next to me you know that you know that that vision came to my mind and immediately i went and lay down next to her and i said lord you are so gracious and you are so kind and you are so merciful to each and every person on the face of this earth how much you care for us how much thank you lord thank you lord his mercies are new every morning and so many beautiful ways in beautiful ways he works in our lives we can just go on and on thank you jesus glory 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 to god hallelujah hallelujah thank you brother vivek thank you all my brothers and sisters glory to god thank you thank you sister uh anyone else would like to press that oh praise and glory to our lord jesus brother Yep. Thank you. Thank you so much Holy Spirit for all the powerful teachings and the ministries and the daily miracles from this group. And thank you so much Holy Spirit and Jesus. Thank you for these amazing amazing testimonies. And uh thank you Holy Spirit that my children have completed their exams for this year. And thank you Jesus for the opportunities I had to share scriptures with other children regarding the studies and I asked them to declare the spirit of excellence that rested upon Jesus and Daniel rests upon me this is from Luke 2:40 and Daniel 6:3 along with the spirit of the lord rests upon me the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge and fear of the lord this is from Isaiah 11:2 
And thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that a few days later when we again spoke, I noticed that the worry about exams that they had had completely left them, and they were now confident in the Word of God. So thank you so much, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. I know they'll do well in their, in their exams, all for the glory of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brother. God bless. Thank you, sister. Thank you. Lucia, brother, Vivek, thank you. Thank you for the life he has given me, Jesus. Also, he's recovering my health by my pain in my body is becoming a little better. And also, my son was disturbed when I was in Canada three months. He left all the church activities. So, when I came back, again, I started praying. I said, Lord, touch him and bring back his normal activities of the church, his lecture, music, everything. And past two weeks, he again joined all the ministries back. I praise and thank God for touching him, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Give all glory and praise to your holy name. Thank you, Lord. This is Jane here, brother. Yeah, brother. Yeah, sister. Go ahead. I want to thank the Lord for the blessed week gone by, brother. Thank the Lord for all the truths we are getting every day from Brother Russell. While getting into the truths, I can say, uh, every day, our prayer life is changing. A prayer, the prayer we make is changing. Our commanding morning is changing. So we can't command it daily, the same one. So uh, when, like I can say when I look back, Satan has kept me blinded to all the truths. So kept me blinded. My eyes are blinded. So now I say coming to the truth every day. The veil is removed. The truth, the Satan cannot stand near me. And so there has to be a testimony. So I really thank the Lord for bringing me to this group. Daily I'm learning a lot through the morning encounters, Friday teachings, the reflections, everything. So I want to thank the Lord for being a part of this blessed group. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sister. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. I would like to thank and praise the Lord for the wonderful week that has gone by, that I'm a part of this Holy Spirit Brethren prayer group. Thank you for keeping me alive, Lord, today to attend this prayer group and this prayer meeting. We know, Lord, that we shall not die but live and proclaim what the Lord has done for us in Psalm 118, verse 17. And because you live, we live in John 14, 19. Thank you and praise you, Lord, for the power of Scripture and the spoken word that has so much power. So much power. We, it is us that have a choice to open our mouth and plant good seed. Thank you, Lord, for this truth. That we continue planting good seed, continue opening our mouths and speaking, even in a desert, speaking the rivers of living waters, knowing that, Lord, you are starting something new in our life. That in situations where we don't see hope, we speak hope because we know you are the hope for the hopeless. And we speak believing in our hearts. Just as in Hebrews 11, 1 says, Now, now, 
right now faith is the substance of things hoped for evidence of things not seen teachers lord that the only way to connect with you only is through faith because we are praying to an invisible god who we can't touch see physically with our physical senses we can only connect to the lord through prayer by faith in god's word so only through that we can connect and that is the only way we can get grace grace comes through faith and the only way we can have faith is by believing that my prayer that i make every word that leaves my mouth is an answer prayer and that's what isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11 says and we herald this all in all our prayer sessions thank and praise you lord for this truth thank and praise you for this wonderful beat come by all the blessings lord and for blessing us with such mighty things in the little things of life lord we thank you thank you jesus and i thank you jesus for everything that you do for me for my family and for this big family of the holy spirit christian prayer group and for everyone who partakes in this spiritual meal that we have on a friday and for every session it's so beautiful to be partakers and be part of this wonderful holy spirit christian prayer group thank you jesus amen anyone else would like to share their testimony please and give glory to god Father Vivica, I'd just like to give glory and praise to the God, to our God, just for the wonderful week, for the, for I call them the word moments where He gives you gems in in Scripture, and He speaks to you through that, and just for the wonderful teachings of your series, you know, it it is really um, prompted all the time on thinking about what's going to come out of your mouth, and zipping it. when you have to and just to praise and thank the lord for for these just these wonderful precious moments just like is given russell this week those precious moments that he's speaking to us and we can minister to people we can give them a scripture we can give them a prayer and and just praise and thanking for um my son's job retained his job after restructure and just for the air we breathe the food we have and and that we can speak out prayers for others we can speak so thank you for your series thank you brother russell and brother savio for your powerful reflections and teachings we give all glory to god amen thank you jesus thank you so yes anyone else would like to share that testimony thank you lord for the gift of life thank you lord this week that has gone by thank you for keeping me alive thank you for every ministry lord that we serve thank you for covering us in your precious blood and protecting us through your hedge of protection thank you lord for your word for the holy spirit that you've given us lord that lives and dwells in us thank you lord for working for our good lord in every situation in our lives thank you for your blessings your favor your goodness that chases every member of this prayer group lord and their families thank you lord for the spiritual authority lord that you have blessed us lord that we can destroy every plan of the enemy thank you lord for your faithfulness for your mercy lord that you renew every single day without fail lord thank you lord for every destiny helper lord that you have sent into our lives thank you lord for every 
new thing, Lord, that you are stirring up and you're bringing about in our lives, Lord, every single day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brother. Thank you for your testimony. Thank you, Jesus, for all these powerful testimonies and for the wonderful miracles you're doing in people's lives, Lord. Thank and praise you, Lord. Yes, anyone else would like to testify and give glory to God? Next. Yeah, yeah, sister, go ahead. I want to thank the Lord for what he has done and doing in my life, for the breath of life, the fact that I'm alive today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the people in my life, the destiny helpers and the, this prayer group, which has helped me stay strong. I thank the Lord for helping me and keeping me strong. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hello, Brother Vivek. This is Rashmi here. Oh, I would yeah, like I missed to your testimony you. last week. Praise God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I was so happy to hear so many other testimonies. I was just rejoicing in the Lord. I would like to praise and thank the Lord for the gift of life and for all the blessings and miracles that have taken place. I'm a new creation. Nothing old can take part in me now. I have learned that nobody can... Uh, if it is something that is wrong, I cannot be tempted to go by the wrong and say, okay, we'll go together with it. I have the courage now to say, no, I will not do such a thing. I will not take part in such a thing. Even in where it is like, you know, in community wise, I said, no, if it is wrong, it is wrong. I have learned so much from these teachings, Brother Russell's Morning Encounters. Brother Savio's reflections and thank you Sister Shanin for the praise and worship Sister Jane for reminding us about our homework thank you God bless this group I am a real new creation I'm so happy that nothing nothing can affect me and I can proudly boldly say no to the things I don't want to do and nobody can force me people Previously would think, huh, I would agree on that. But today I will not agree. If it is wrong, it is wrong. And I say a big no. Thank you. And God bless. God bless all of you who testified today. God bless. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, sister. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Vivek. Yes, Prabhu. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I would like to thank and praise God. This is just a, a sharing that I would like to do. Because whenever I read the Bible, I always pray and I say, Lord, Help me to understand. I mean, I, I'm reading it the second time, but I'm reading it, uh, trying to understand. First time, I read it like a book. So now I'm reading it, trying to understand what is the hidden meaning. And many times, uh, the Holy Spirit gives me the insight, you know, something as simple as uh, when Jesus walks on water and gets into the boat. So it indicates that how he he tries to save us because the moment he stepped in the boat, the, the storm subside. So it, it just indicates like how he is always there to, you know, when our boat is rocking, even though uh, the disciples were not shouting out and calling out to him, he still chose to come and rescue them. Another thought just came in my mind when I closed the Bible was, uh, if we were all in a boat, you know, sailing, wouldn't that boat be anchored? I mean, why would a boat not be anchored? Ideally, the boat should have been anchored and Jesus could have got into the boat from the shore. He didn't have to walk on water to go there. He just speaks about sometimes how we have been, even though we are in the Lord, 
uh, we uh, you know we fail to anchor close to christ and we lose connection because we get we get carried away with the outside world and the fantasies of the world but if, and even in that situation the lord just sees uh, i was reading and he said he just sees the boat swaying in the storm the strong wind and uh, you know it just speaks of even though we don't anchor close to him and we get drifted away and we try to solve our problems ourselves he still chooses to come and rescue us because he loves us very much uh, this anchor thought just came into my mind and i felt so good that uh, you know and i said yeah why was the boat not anchored why was jesus still on the shore and why did the boat get drifted into the water it should have been there till the last person get into the boat it just reflects on our personal life you know even though we are in the lord sometimes we get carried away and how jesus still wants to rescue us you know even though we have drifted away from him that's all brother vivek i wanted to share so, so wonderful thank you so much for sharing this this is really today you are sharing from the heart and i really appreciate this is a real testimony from the heart and and you got to testify let testimony let your testimony be of lifestyle like i'm going to testify i'm going to speak of my lord i will speak till my last breath i will speak because when we are in in the judgment seat god is going to not going to ask us how many degrees what you could how many souls did you save but remember one testimony today this testimony is going around the world so many people would be listening to it who knows which part of the world would be listening and whose life would be changed by your testimony so remember it's a blessing to testify and give glory to thank you jesus anyone else would like to testify can i go next yeah yeah uh, being a retired person and a pensioner i had to go and sign my life certificate in the month of november so i went there but the my thumb impression would not conform with the aadhar card uh, the officer tried it again and again and said okay we'll try the other digits but it did not work at all i just prayed and i asked the lord please help me otherwise i would have to go all the way to the head office at bandra which is so far away and i did not give up i said lord you are going to help me in this situation and to my great surprise another officer who was perhaps watching what was happening came to the desk and said okay i will try with um, your eye matrix that is i will uh, uh, take a picture of the iris and see whether it will tally she tried it once asked me to blink it didn't work but i said lord you are going to help me i won't go from here till you help me and then she said okay i will try once again then if it doesn't then you will have to go to the head office at bandra so i didn't give up i said yes you go ahead and just go on blinking and it worked and she was so happy so happy in fact i was very happy i was thanking the lord i said thank you lord you will you always come to our rescue when we know for sure you are there thank you jesus praise you jesus love you jesus thank you jesus thank you lord thank you jesus praise you jesus yeah there was someone else who would like to testify please 
brother Vivek, can I? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Um, my brother was admitted in the hospital for his heart uh, pulse rate. So on 31st of October, and uh, just in the morning, I had visited uh, them. He was okay. He had he was leaving to uh, go to work. And in the night on WhatsApp, he puts this picture of his that I'm admitted. And it was like a shock for me. So I said, oh, Jesus, this can't be done because on second is the All Souls Day. And every year we both go to my daddy's niche to pray for him. So I said, Jesus, my brother has to come home safe and he has to get well. And I claimed uh, Isaiah 55, 10 and 11. And I said, Jesus, I know my brother will come home. And he will go for mass on his birthday day, which is 5th of November. And uh, it was like a surprise because on Saturday evening, he was discharged from hospital. And on Sunday morning, we all went to church on his birthday day. And uh, on the same day, we went to pray uh, uh, to my daddy's niche. And uh, I thank each and everyone who has prayed for my brother when he was admitted in the ICU. Thank you so much. And he's hale and hearty now. He has already started going to work. Thank and his Jesus. heart is getting stronger day by day. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. May I? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Thank you, Jesus, for the breath of life. Thank you for the group. I also wanted to uh, say that uh, last week I was having a lot of uh, turmoil in the mind. And uh, I had to fight. And uh, I thank the Holy Spirit to come back to be in line with the Lord. And sometimes idle mind is a devil's feast. And I constantly rebuked and also any situation that was thrown upon me without me asking, without um, that I have nothing to do with. Yet um, I said that be still and know that I am Lord and also with prayer and petition that I every time I be, go to bed and then the following morning um, his uh, grace and new mercies opens up and say that here I am I am with you and today you are not going to face what you faced yesterday and I felt the presence of Lord and for the thank you for the prayer group. Thank you for uh, praying uh, for us, even though we don't know who is praying for us. And I thank the group. I thank Brother Russell, you, and everybody. Thank you and praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all those who have testified, who took the courage to stand up for you. May they be blessed, Lord. Let that be a lifestyle to testify and give glory to God. 
there's only one thing to be proud of and boast of as paul says i can only boast of my my lord that's all we can be so so wonderfully powerfully acknowledging in his presence in our life thank you jesus yeah some few testimonies one or two last ones quick ones uh so that we can cover a lot of content today thank you jesus thank you jesus okay brother rasul you can unmake your announcements and then yeah, we'll start thank you thank you brother yeah just a few quick announcements a warm welcome to all those that are joining us for the first time today um i have shared links earlier as well and i'll share it again you can join the prayer group using our telegram group uh if you find value and you feel like you are being blessed in this please share it as well with others and bless them give that give it as a gift you would have to download the telegram app though first from your app store or play store and then you can click this link and you'll be able to join the group so the big advantage there is uh, on the one hand it enriches your prayer life through word knowledge through what the word teaches us on how we can improve our prayer and our faith life our christian journey but at the same time you can also share your prayer request on this prayer group as brother vivek mentioned earlier as well and there will be others who are who would be willing to pray with you as prayer partners you can ask for someone to be a prayer partner and at the same time you can also you know when you post it there there will be other than that there would be others who would just stand in the gap and intercede for you or the loved one that you are praying for so and there'll be multiple of those people not just one so it's it's the benefit of corporate prayer there that backs you up in those circumstances that's that's our big covering and that's why that rosary group becomes so important and so vital in protecting and covering the entire prayer group family you know that's part of this holy spirit brisbane prayer group um we also run multiple uh sessions during the day and all throughout the year these are run so I'll just go through those so that you have an idea of what's going on and you can join the different sessions accordingly based on your time zone and whichever sessions suit you So we have the morning encounters that are run every day, three sixty-five days a year at seven a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. At seven a.m., uh, Brother Savio posts his daily reflections as well, which you can use in your personal prayer life, and it also helps you reflect on your own personal journey in in your walk with Christ. And if that is blessing you, and as you read that reflection, if the Lord points you to someone that you know who needs to hear it, please don't hold it back to yourself. Share it with others. there's also the rosary prayer group that you can be a part of if you would like to pray the rosary and you feel like you're alone or there's no one at home to pray the rosary with you then you can join this prayer group you can pray during the live session or you could also just pray with the recordings the presence of god is the same even in those recordings so the rosary session is run at 7 pm in the evenings so australian eastern standard time monday to thursday and then on fridays it's run at 3 pm in the afternoon because we have this bible weekly bible study session the one that you're currently attending this starts at 5:30 pm australian eastern standard time every friday throughout the year i've also shared links to the i confess boldly i'll share it again in case you missed it earlier you can download these scriptures use them in your personal daily confessions they are powerful confessions so they are scriptures taken from the bible converted to confessions you can make them your prayer points and you can speak them declare them over your life there is power in that declaration of your word 
if you understand the spiritual power in it and you start declaring, you will see change in your life. So all of these sessions as well now, the, the morning encounters, the rosary sessions and the Friday Bible teachings, they're all stored as recordings on our YouTube channel and they're also stored on our Spotify podcast channel. So you can look up the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group on either of these and you'll find them there. Brother Savio's reflections are posted across all our social media channels as well. So you can get the reflections on any. They're posted on Facebook, YouTube, uh, X, which was formerly Twitter, as well as Instagram. You can get them on all of these channels as well. Um, I would also encourage you, if you have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do subscribe there so that you will get notifications every time there is a new video that's been posted there or every time there is a new session that's running live. And that will help you jump onto the sessions as well accordingly so you're not missing any notifications as well. Praise God, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, let's get into the presence of the Lord now as we get into the Holy of Holies. Heavenly Father, we come into your holy presence in the name of Jesus. And let there be a blanket anointing of the Holy Spirit right now upon everyone who's attending. Holy Spirit, consume us, possess us, take full charge and control of our minds, our bodies, our spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. As you are there in our midst, in our presence, let every word that is spoken be only for your glory. Let every word that leaves my mouth be for your glory and it be anointed by your holy word. But faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God in Romans 10, 17. Thank you, Lord, for your truth that will set us free in John 8, 32. Thank you, Jesus. I repent truly from my heart for any sinner committed in the flesh, in mind, body, spirit, which is not according to your holy word. And I forgive every person, in fact, bless them in every area of their life, Lord. In 1 Peter 3, 9, in Romans 12, 28, 21. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Let your blessings always chase and overtake all of us, Lord, who are partaking in this fellowship. This is a meal. This is your table. This is your banquet. Your food is your holy word, the manna that you gave us. Let us eat of it and be satisfied. Only your word can satisfy us. Thank you, Lord, that can fill our spirits in John 6, 63. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. May your precious blood be upon every one of us, that we don't get distracted. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. As we declare this powerful declaration and we herald this in our lives, Remember to start your prayer time always declaring this Isaiah 55, 10 and 11 because every word that leaves your mouth will always be an answered prayer. And you can say this after me if you choose to be blessed with this declaration. Thank you. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And we send it out in faith in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Just on that, just as the Lord speaks to me, I just want to know, anyone using this and understands the true beauty of this hidden gem, Isaiah chapter 55, verse 10 and 11, Anyone using this and heralding this? 
put an amen if you're really doing it and you've seen how powerful it is actually it's, it's one of the most powerful scriptures when i met the lord way back this was the first scripture the lord gave and it was so much power when the word was leaving my mouth and it's it is so so wonderful it knows that every word that goes out does not come back empty remember your word would go out and complete what it has to be you know what work has been given there in the name of jesus so it will come back with an answer prayer thank you and praise you jesus for that wonderful insight thank you holy spirit now just question about last few days the lord said we had certain things to do like tasks speaking to few people blessing ourselves blessing other people continue speaking of god's glory his praises somehow doing a gratitude journal you know in little things that you do is anyone just doing what you know is being taught or applying that in our daily lives put an amen and be blessed if you're really doing it if you're not it's okay it doesn't matter as long as you are following what the holy spirit says in fact i also called some few people and yes the lord uh blessed me to speak to some people who had not spoken for such a long time thank you jesus uh and also continue blessing people and blessing the ones especially those who are hurt us as we learned in 1 peter 3:9 uh it's a wonderful joy to speak of the glory of god and his goodness that overtakes us now we're going to uh meditate back again on the last we couldn't finish the last time so we start with that and remember the next session will be the last in this wonderful series uh change your words change your life this is the power of your words so one thing that we know is that i was trying to rush this uh, last time rush over this topic but it's important so i want to do it again um we went through this so if you don't like your current harvest you know your current harvest if it's not good what you do anyone anyone else so thank you thank you jesus yes it is change your seed absolutely um, change your seed so new seeds absolutely now the question here is the lord keeps reminding me and if you notice in the word of god everywhere whether it was moses whether it was ezekiel it was the lord who tells us prophesy you know he tells ezekiel prophesy speak to the dead bones you know and and the power is as a believer we have a spoken word that can leave a mouth and it is so so wonderful it is just know the lord wants me to take us to john chapter 1 this is not part of the teaching this is how the holy spirit leads us to something wonderful like this for john chapter 1 verse 1 and verse 2 thank you jesus there's some powerful insight here in this the gospel of john right to go uh was till verse 3 okay yeah let's go verse 1 okay now understand this well okay and this is a blessing if you have understood it put an amen only after we go through it okay this is not part of the teaching again comes these flashes just come from the holy spirit and he teaches us in ways we don't even you know expect suddenly suddenly it just comes 
yeah let's go in and let's all listen to this this is important in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was with god in the beginning through him all things were made without him nothing was made that has been made okay now i'm okay now you remember one thing the power of your words this is what the lord had told me and said you're going to speak this and right now he just reminded me thank you jesus praise jesus let's not get distracted because this is very important verse 3 we are going to reflect on verse 3 and i want you to just that someone can mute thank you jesus verse 3 very very important okay let's go slowly on this through him all things were made okay without him nothing was made that has been made now this verse is a critical verse in our spoken word so through him who is him here anyone this is a very strong reflection coming here from the lord if someone is going to get it please also put it go to the first genesis chapter 1 verse 1 please and then link this to this please the first book genesis and verse 3 as well so let's go 1 to 3 please in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth now the earth was formless and empty darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of god was hovering over the waters and god said let there be light and there was light okay now you'll say how huh, brother yes exactly verse 3 my my meditation is not on verse 3 it's on verse 2 take the word earth out and put yourself there in a situation if there's an abyss in your life if there is emptiness darkness over the surface of your life take your own life question yet the holy spirit is giving us is is there darkness is there emptiness is it formless over the surface of the deep abyss in areas in our life where there is absolutely not a single hint of hope dark complete darkness over the surface of the deep imagine when you're talking about the surface of the deep it could be any depth sometimes it's a bottomless pit where we don't know what how deep is a situation the spirit of god is ministering now right now as i talk 
is there darkness in every area of our life put an arm in any area of our life darkness emptiness void any area in our finances it could be in relationships it could be in our health it could be in our prayer life it could be in any area where there is emptiness darkness and there is no level of the depth see how the holy spirit ministers how powerful not part of my teaching but this is how it goes question here now can i create with the word if you connect this to isaiah chapter 55 verse 11 it says the spoken word the word is jesus we all know it. so when we speak a word out in the name of jesus am i creating something in that darkness i am sowing something and creating something that doesn't exist how many of you agree with me we have to understand how god operates if we understand this you are and i are believers we choose to operate the same way we will see results like never before amen thank you jesus thank you lord okay and god says let there be light and there was light so it means in any dark situation of my life if i have a spoken word of god over that situation will it change but let me also put it this way if i choose to remain quiet and play it in my mind let that darkness of my mind continue to rule over me i choose not to do anything about it would there be anything that would change like especially your mind is the battlefield thoughts keep coming the devil sows them god speaks through us through it thoughts words he speaks to us with dreams and visions brother sarya had a powerful reflection the other day and we know that continuously dreams and visions are part of it but it's important for us to understand how do we create them how does god operate and why does john chapter 1 now take me straight to romans 4:17 and then we go back to john chapter 1 verse 3 and now i'm connecting this and i want you to understand why the power of words on our tongue is so critical because there is no other way of creating as it is written i have made you a father of many nations he is our father in the sight of god in whom he believed the god who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not 
So the question here is, take the last part and calls into being, into being things that were not. Are we getting this? Can you underline that, Brother Sophie? Just the last part, calls into being things that were not. I want you to write something. Anyone who's getting something from here, what is the Lord telling you? This is critical because this is the crux. We're ending our session of this entire series next uh, in the next session. So what are we going to do then? What are you getting from this last few words? Calls into being things that were not. The not could be the abyss, the darkness, the emptiness, the life that has no hope, the life filled with negativity, the life of a failure, a life of a loser, a life of whatever we have defined that life into a people have put us into that trap or people have put us in any kind of prison where you're lost hope. What does God do? We read in Genesis 1, if people understood the abyss or the depth, how much God created light in darkness. There was darkness. God said, let there be light. So can I speak light into a situation and there will be light? Yes, it's a use. I understand seeing uh, everything positive. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. But without my spoken word, is that going to change the situation? Question. This is where it all matters. So it means as a believer, as a Christian, if I do not open my mouth and speak, would there be any miracles in my life? Would there be any possible hope of a miracle in my life? The only chance is an external prayer, obviously. Someone is standing in the gap and praying. And then, you know, there's a prayer hut. So I, what I got this week, I just want to tell you, there is no free lunch in the kingdom of heaven. And I was always thinking that, yeah, Lord, I, you know, it just comes into a life. There is either somebody who has prayed for you, which prayer is getting answered. Because the earth realm is under the dominion of man. God will not step in. And that's the truth. We have to get this clear. Go Genesis 1, 26. And now you'll understand why it is so important to speak the word. Because... If I'm not speaking, there's no way on planet in, on, in, in the word that your prayer will get answered. Because if your spoken word has not been released from your mouth or from someone else who's praying for you, there is no way the prayer can get answered. Then okay, God so said, this, this is important. Let's go. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image in our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So let me ask this one question which is very clear. Under whose dominion is the earth right? Is it given? Is God involved in it, or is it man that is involved? This is the truth that you all have to get. So now that comes to another question in me. 
So will God intervene in our lives on his own? This has to be the truth again. People think and that's where the truth is. Will God intervene in your life? You're suffering, you're sick, you're dying, pain. You have no job, you have an issue, you have some problems in your marriage, in any area of your life. And in your mind is saying, God help me. Will he intervene? This is the truth, my friends. If you don't get this truth, then this is the word of God. This is not Brother Vivek. This is God's word and his word alone. He has given us the dominion. It means that he will not step into your life till you, till you what? Someone, till you what? Yes. Speak his word. Yes. No, no. Speak his word. Yes, absolutely. But would, yeah, absolutely. You're speaking his word. But would he step in to help you unless until you call on him and you ask him to intervene or call him? You invite him to participate in him. That's why you see people suffering, people dying, people going through all sorts of problems. God can do nothing. How many of us are getting this truth? He cannot do anything. And then we cry, God, why? Why God? Why God? So if you go calling the brothers, the preachers, the uncle, you know, the most holy people and saying, yes, pray. Okay, fine. Somebody's praying. That's good. But if you don't ask God to step in, he will wait there, but he can do nothing. He can only see you getting hammered. Because anyone in the spirit realm needs your permission. The devil grabs it through fear, whereas God needs it because he's a gentleman God. He will not enter until you give him permission and say, Lord, you step in, take over. Are you understand the prayer of surrender? Why is it so powerful? Because you said, Lord, I can't do it. You take it. And then he says, just hold on. The battle is not yours. It's mine. Now I'll take it from you. Are we getting this? This is the truth. But without the spoken word, you can't create. So what is God saying in John chapter 1 verse 3? Can you take me to John chapter 1 verse 3 now? Now from, from here, all the people who are attending here and on YouTube, is it very clear now that if I don't ask, would you receive question? means in the spoken realm, if you're going to speak over that situation, you have to speak without the spoken word. Is there going to be creation? No. Are we getting this? Is this truth in all of us? Put an amen if you understood this. Now, remember this. Now we are going to read verse 3 again in that light. And let's meditate on this and then go ahead. Okay, through him, all things were made. Through what? Through him, the word, correct? The word. Through him, through him, all things, not some things. In that all, even you and I are included in that. Yes. Our careers, our futures, our everything, all, it says all, it doesn't say some. Remember this truth. All things means in our daily life, whatever you see has been a reason of a spoken word. So without the word, nothing was made that has been made. So is this truth clear now that there can be no intervention of God in my life? 
if I don't allow him or un- give him the permission to enter my life and say, Lord, it's all yours. Are we understanding why we have to be so much in tune with God? Because remember one thing, we are trusting a God who we can't see, who we can't hold, who we can't touch. So the physical senses say, let me see and believe. And the mouth always, the mind tells you to keep quiet. Are we understanding why we are so quiet and why Christians are not seeing blessings in their life because they choose to think that God is not helping me. He's not hearing my prayer. Yes, obviously you're right. He's not hearing because you've not asked him. You've not opened that mouth and spoken because it says here, through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing has been made. So without the spoken word, can they be creation in your life? First question. So if you are going through sickness, if you choose to speak the scripture of that sickness, continuously putting the seed over that, believing that that sickness will change, it will change, your seed is being spoken. Imagine as a prayer now, you can, now we need Genesis 1 and Genesis 1, 1, 1, 2 said that there was deepness, there's emptiness, there was darkness. Are there some areas in our life that there's darkness? Are there some areas in our life where there is darkness? Are there areas in our life where there is darkness? Anyone? So now, can I be a co-creator with God and create a situation to, to create something new through the spoken word using his scripture? I'm asking you this question because now you have to understand the power of your words. Because over the last nine series, if we are not got it, I'm praying in the, this tenth one, without you calling upon the name of the Lord, those who call upon his name are saved. Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. It means if I don't call, I'm getting nothing. Are we getting this? So I cannot bless a situation. Say you are at your workplace. You want to bless it. You've got to choose to bless it. You cannot tell God, oh, oh Lord, you have to bless it. This Lord, your word says he has given you the authority to speak that word over that workplace or the people. Are we getting this? So don't expect anything from God if you're not speaking to God. He is not going to come there. He will see the situation go by. You'll be crying, hoping, saying everything. But the devil will keep telling you that, look, there's nothing happening. But you have to know this teaching that we learned here, that even in darkness, God said, let there be light. And there was light. Okay. Are we getting this? So the power of your words is that we, then how many Words can we sow? Imagine, can we sow words that will even go into our generations? Maybe thousands of generations, we may, you know, can we sow our words there? And would our words be as a prayer, wait there for that generation to come and bless that generation? How many of you know this? There's someone in your life who has prayed for you and you could see blessings just chasing you and suddenly coming. It could have been someone who has prayed from a generation maybe 10 generations and said, let my generations be blessed with your word, Lord. Let 
your fruit of your grace and your blessings only was chase them and overtake them. And you wonder, and sometimes you wonder, how can blessings chase me so much? I'm doing nothing, it's just chasing me. There is someone who has spoken the word and that word has waited for you to be blessed when your time has come. Are we getting this truth? So sometimes your children may just be blessed because you chose to continuously bless. Every word you and I speak is a seed. And last time we learned, right? And we remember this word, that the seed you sow. How many of you remember the apple and the seed? When you see an apple, many of us know how many seeds are in the apple, true? But if you see into the apple seed. Look at the apple seed. Just take that seed in your hand. Can you see how many apples would come out of that seed? Can you tell? So the question here is, can I choose to bless my generations? Long after you and I have gone, there could be generations being blessed because you and I chose to release the word from our mouth and someone in the generations, eight, ten generations down, will say, how am I being blessed so much? How is the, the favor of God chasing me so much in every area of my life? You chose Romans 8.28. You may choose any scripture because you and I are creators with God through Jesus Christ. Are we getting this? We are co-creators. And the word can be spoken into the abyss of our life. And there will be light. That is the truth of this world. Are we getting this? It could be any scripture, sister, not just Romans. It could be any scripture. The question here is, if you don't open your mouth, would you get any blessing from the Lord? Question. And this is the truth, brothers and sisters in Christ. Do not expect anything from God. Nothing. Zero. And I'm telling this openly. You can expect nothing from God if you don't open your mouth and plant the seed. Because this is a system which God has created. You follow the system, you see the result. God doesn't step. Because that's the system he has created. You speak the word of the situation and you believe it, keep sowing and you will see this. So now it comes to the point, how many seeds can I sow there? Is there a limit? How many of you get this truth that there's actually no limit to the seeds I can sow in my lifetime or into the thousand generation in their lifetime? And I tell you this in Jesus' name, even the thousandth generation would see that blessing because your seed will go and wait for it. It will come for that appointed time. When that generation comes, that generation get blessed. Are we getting this truth? If you and I understand this truth, you'll, you and I will start living victorious lives. We'll stop thinking and start speaking. Because God very clearly said, through him all things were made. You and I were made. Without him, nothing has been made. It means without the spoken word, you and I are nothing. Why does Jesus, or why does God want us to prophesy? Why does he want us to speak? Why does 
God tell Moses, lift up your rod, strike the waters. Why does he tell Ezekiel in chapter 37 that we did prophesy to the wind, call the wind, speak, can't God do it? He has given us the dominion. He wants us to operate. Are we getting this truth? So the power of your spoken word, every seed you plant. So if you choose to bless someone, okay, that seed is just leaving like a, like a, you know, AK-47. Do you know how many bullets are going out of him now? Blessing bullets are going. And these are scriptural bullets that are going out of him now. And waiting for the appointed time. But he will keep on creating. Keep on creating. Keep on speaking. It means blessings are in our mouth. The choice of the blessing. Who has to bless? We have to bless or God has to bless? Question is this. So if the truth is clear. Then you and I are co-creators with Christ. Christ lives in us. He means the spirit of God living in you. If this truth is in. Then you have to choose a blessing and start blessing. Are we getting this? God is not going to speak his word to you. He's already spoken it. You pick up the word and choose to speak. Now, question is, is there any limit on the blessing that you could bless? You could bless this generation, your lifetime, your job, your career, your marriage situation. It's the devil who does not want us to know this truth. And that's why negative words go out. There's no limit, Rashmi, absolutely no limit. Unlimited blessings are in our mouth. Our mouth means a spoken word because the word that leaves our mouth, Isaiah 55 verse 11, is the answer prayer. Amen. So the joy of the Lord is our strength. We know in Nehemiah, in Nehemiah verse 8 verse 10. So it means if I choose to come out of depression, despair, sadness, can I choose scripture and come out of it? So it says, fight the good fight of faith with faithful words that will release joy in every atmosphere you are in. Thank and praise you, Lord. Take me to, uh, take me to Isaiah chapter 61, verse 3. I was ministering to a brother who was in depression for six months, continuously. And this verse came to me when I was praying. Okay, it says a garment of spare, garment of praise for a spirit of despair. Can you see that? Which which uh, version are you in? Is it the, the Isaac King James? Spirit of heaviness is basically depression. Despair is the same thing, but yeah, if you take me to King James. Is it King James? Yeah, yeah go down and just. It says the spirit of heaviness. What happens when you operate in the scripture? The scripture says it's a direction. This whole word of God is a direction path. If you are in a lonely place, okay, you're in a lonely place and you feel terribly hurt because you lost someone very close to you in your life and you are into a state of depression, the spirit of heaviness. This is your scripture. 
the garment of praise. You will open your mouth and only praise the Lord. Just invite and just say, praise you, Jesus. You could go on and on a million times. And the person I ministered to in the name of Jesus. This was one scripture and it was John. Uh, sorry, it is the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 32. And we, when I was, when we was, actually God gave me to write this, I confess boldly, I included that scripture into this. Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. It is Joel chapter 2, verse 32. These are the two scriptures that came. I asked that brother to continuously say this. He used to be crying continuously. And he has also given his testimony here. In fact, God not only released him out of it, used him to be ministering to people in depression and getting them out of it. So this is how powerful God's word is if we apply it and keep on continuing. But question here is, if he had chosen not to praise God, would that spirit of heaviness leave? So it means, it means here, if you have a spirit of heaviness, God has said, garment of praise. So he gives you an answer. You follow the scripture, follow what God's, this is his medicine, a spiritual medicine, because the spirit of heaviness is not a physical illness. It's a spiritual illness. Because there's spirit of heaviness, spirit. It's an evil spirit. So the answer is the garment of praise. And if you continue doing this, you will see blessings over your life. If you're going through a situation where you have lost a loved one and the pain is too much, you can't bear it. There's a spirit of heaviness. It could be sadness at a different level. Grief can be one extent, but when it goes beyond grief and there is a spirit of heaviness, you have to identify it then you need to know that it's the, the garment of praise you got to use. And call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be delivered. Joel 2.32. So this is important. Okay, let's go to one. Let's go to. This is. Thank you, sister. This is an important one which the Lord wants to reveal for someone. I don't know who, but God wants to give you that scripture. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Nehemiah 8.10 we're taken. Um, let's go to now certain scriptures. I've got two powerful stories I want to share with you today. Uh and we are going to go through that as well. So, Psalms 34, verse 8, please. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Praise the Lord. Today, what I've prepared is God. <laughs> I've not used half of my preparation. Everything else. See, the Holy Spirit runs in different ways. So, please remember one thing. What we learned today is the truth. Okay, you and I have our blessings in our own mouth. Don't expect God to bless you because his word has already blessed you. Pick it up, speak it from your mouth, claim the blessing and you and I all know that there is no limit to what we speak. Amen. Yes, quickly. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Okay, so we know God is good. Okay, and we all take refuge in him. Go to Psalm 86, verse 5, please. Some scriptures for us, which will help us in our faith journey. You, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love, to all who call to you. 
So everywhere God says, "Call upon me." Doesn't He say? Even Psalm ninety-one. Yes. Does it say? Yes. Because He loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue me. Are you getting me? Unless you call upon the name of the Lord, unless you. So it means if I don't take the effort, it's like a partnership. As I understand this, if anyone understands this, when Peter and you know go to the gates of the the gates called beautiful. and they see that uh, the beggar they begging for so many years is crippled and they say silver and gold we do not have but in the name of jesus arise up and walk okay now question here is if that beggar had not to give the hand would that miracle take place are we getting it he chose to give the hand he moved in faith he took that decision of moving and the healing was complete we have to understand this this is how the holy spirit operates now you and i want to pray in tongues okay the gift of tongues operates in faith are we getting this if you decide not to choose your not to open the mouth not to move the speak the word hallelujah from your mouth continuously would the gift of tongues come question so it means unless and i play a part with the lord so the lord is a partner in our life if you don't speak the word he can't act because he has given you dominion over the earth realm he can't step in unless you give him permission he'll not step in it means that if i don't open the mouth and bless my life there's going to be no blessing in my life get this truth very clear blessings will only overtake and chase you if you choose to plant seed all the time that's why it is important to open your mouth and bless it prayer is all about you understanding how god has created this he has given us an unlimited balance in a kind of a bank account a spiritual bank account which says every word that you leave will be like that apple seed which will get you you don't know how many apples will come out so not a single prayer that you pray is not answered are we getting this truth now it is for an appointed time and when that time comes in that prayer is answered So why don't we open our mouth and bless our lives? Are we understanding this? Choose to have your blessing session. If you are looking for blessing to get a new job, a new house, a new car, or any area of your life where you know God wills it for you, just keep on blessing it. Keep on seeing it. Keep on thanking God, thanking Him that you already got it. Thank you, Jesus. In Your name, I've received it. Thank you, Lord. You just see the vision. Everything that is spoken is an answered prayer because the word creates a desire in your heart. Desire is always from the heart. Okay, Zechariah chapter nine verse seventeen. I hope somebody is understanding something today. Thank you, Jesus. If you have understand this, this truth that God will not bless me, God will not answer my prayer, God will do nothing for me if I choose not to do anything. He has given you a written instruction and told you follow the manual, take your answered prayer. he's not moving in and saying okay did i say this if he has word has said it he does it in fact in one psalm 138 was to brother russell uses it a lot even i use it his word is above his office in above his name so it means that the spoken word has more power than his name that is what he exalts the word to so how powerful it is i mean i hope we all are getting this do not make prayers 
in the mind open your mouth and speak and see your own blessing amen yeah good how attractive and beautiful they will be grain will make the young men thrive and new wine the young women amen this is Zechariah 9:17 amen how great is god's goodness this is what how good god is if you have god in your life malachi chapter 3 verse 13 14 and we'll take one more scripture and then we we'll go straight into the chapter god Malachi chapter 3 verse 13 to 14 You have spoken arrogantly against me says the Lord Yet you ask what have we said against you You have said it is futile to serve God What do we gain by carrying out his requirements and going about like mourners before the Lord Almighty? Okay, so we we have to be understanding one thing. You can't speak arrogantly against God or whatever you do because the spoken word has power. Okay, so the power of our words are very very critical. So please remember, sometimes the devil puts it in our heart to just speak against God. He's Almighty, all powerful. How can we repay him? We are just not. I'm into that. Uh, one Psalm 136, one verse one. This is that verse. We should take it. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good. We have the same. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for He is good. Anyone knows that? Psalm 136, verse one. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good; His love endures forever. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Always give thanks to the Lord for His love endures forever. There is no, you know, it's, it's a blanket thing to have the Lord. Jesus is love. God is love, and that is what it is. Okay. Now let's get to the second part of this teaching, which is gentle words. Now gentleness, as you get it, when I speak gentleness, what the first thing that comes to your mind? gentleness amen gentleness does it go kindness as someone said meekness humility it's a kind of a display of love now the first thing that you understand when you look at the with gentleness who do you think of in the trinity who is gentle like a dove so the holy spirit is manifested in the form of a dove which is a very gentle bird from all the birds holy spirit is like a tender mother who always is gentle and even even in the midst of chastisement and correction the holy spirit corrects us with love okay if anyone understands this you need the holy spirit continuously talking to you and saying don't do this 
but you know you feel that love whereas the devil condemns whether the holy spirit convicts us and we feel wonderful to get into it okay now humility is one of the greatest virtues of you know being a christian if you have christ in you you'll have his humility it's not easy because it's one of the most difficult ones a humble person has to be totally dependent on god and whatever he does so he does not consider himself or herself superior because you have a humble heart and attitude and it goes a long way in life especially in our prayer life okay and that's what the lord keeps telling us to have that attitude now a gentle and a kind word for a person going through a tough time someone has lost their loved one in life would a gentle word help that person somebody has failed an exam would a gentle and a kind word help that person who's going through that pain someone has lost a job and is at home how a gentle word from you could that help the person someone has spoken to you a gentle word in your lifetime how did you feel at that situation when someone came as a destiny helper and spoke to you it could have been a time of you know not the best time in your life it could have been any situation of your life how would you feel when a gentle word is spoken today we are learning in this prayer group to apply things it's not about just reading you must say our brother this is all easy you and i have to do what the holy spirit teaches us why do we get homework is it's all about understanding and making that a part of our life okay i got a, a message from someone i was teaching teaching once and someone asked me for gift of wisdom you know how do you get this i just said look if somebody wants wisdom just read the book of proverbs it has got 31 chapters every month read it for the full 12 months and there are some people who are still maintaining a gratitude journal this is what i talked about be grateful for the little things god does for you in your life and thank him with a gratitude journal every day write what god has done for you so that you will remember on this day okay today is the 10th of november 2023 on this day what the lord did for you why are you grateful you are blessed with something or they could be the little things you met someone you spoke to someone some destiny helper came in you had a wonderful prayer meeting you learned something new you a gratitude journal god put some people in your life so imagine how grateful you can be i mean there's someone who let me know that they continue this even till today and they maintain it so praise god for people who use what they learn and apply it in their daily lives now today i'm going to give you two stories two powerful stories one story is about a young girl named mary now mary was a different girl to other child other children because mary was grown grown up she grew up with a kind of a cleft palate it means that uh she had a distorted mouth or a face you know uh her nose was kind of crooked her mouth was crooked and being born with this kind of a defect she had a misshape like her lip was misshaped crooked nose and when she was speaking she couldn't speak properly it was a birth defect so everyone teased her and it she became the laughing stock 
of her school. Obviously, she was different, and she began to realize that she was growing up with only hate in her. There was nothing but hatred. She was convinced that no one, even in her family, people made fun of her, and you know, ridiculed her. So the whole life was about ridicule. Till she had one teacher called Miss Leonard who came into her life with a warm and a wonderful smile, a round face, and she had a wonderful personality. Mary came to love this particular teacher. This is the only person who was very calm and warm, and very wonderful to this child. Rest all people kept on making fun of her. But what really happened is, you know, back in the day, there used to be something called a hearing test that they did for most children, where they had to listen with one ear. Now, with with this hearing test, Mary could have she had one ear that was good, but one ear she was almost deaf. And she did the whisper test, which was basically about losing one part of the ear, and they would whisper into the ears. Now Mary knew clearly what was the questions that are going to be asked in the in the in the test, and the normal test questions were the sky is blue, what colors are your shoes, and you have to say you got to answer them. But on that day, God put seven words in that Mrs. Leonard's mouth that changed Mary's life, and the seven words were, and Mary heard these words. I wish you were my little girl. There was someone in life who wanted her and cared for her. It was one kind word. Now let me ask you this one question, and you and I have to answer this, okay? Truly, from our heart, all the people listening here. If someone had to pay you ten cents for every kind word you have spoken, and five cents were collected from you for every unkind word you spoke. Over your lifetime, question is: Would you be rich or poor? Truly, from your heart, my friends. Ten cents for a very kind word. Every kind word you paid ten cents for every word that you spoke that was unkind. Five cents taken away. Now the balance sheet of life is with you. If you had from your childhood, it's not just now. Even I would say poor, till this truth came in. And this second one will make you and I cry. Okay, but it it put tears in my eyes. But this is kindness, and I'm I'm sure even before I share it, I feel like crying because this is how kindness can be. Okay. How many of you are ready for it? It's again okay a story, but it's important for us to reflect with kindness in our lives. Amen. Let's go. Okay. <clears throat> so one day there was Howard Kelly, a very poor boy who was selling goods from door to day, door obviously to pay for his school fees because he was poor, and he had only one dime in his pocket, and he was hungry. Obviously, with a dime you can't buy food because that's all he had. He decided he was going to ask for a meal at the next house where he was knocking doors to sell, up to raise funds for his school fees. Obviously, because he couldn't even afford that. Obviously, obviously, once he lost his nerve when he when a lovely young woman opened the door, instead of a meal, he asked for a drink of water. 
she thought he looked hungry so she brought him a last glass of milk again i repeat she brought him a large glass of milk he drank it slowly how many of you have drank drunk milk slowly and you need you feel that refreshing part when you drink that milk okay when we are young i'm sure parents gave us a glass of milk to drink you know and it's so wonderful when you drink it you know that refreshing part that's beautiful and as he drank it slowly he then asked how much do i owe you and she said you don't owe me anything she replied mother has taught us never to accept payment for a kindness she said for a kindness that's what she told me. and he said then i thank you from the bottom of my heart now as howard left that house that day not only feeling did he feel stronger physically but he had faith in god that and man he had he was absolutely going to quit and give up but he still felt there was someone who was kind enough to offer him a glass of milk on a day which was or maybe a hot day where he was absolutely so thirsty and so hungry but still he felt that someone cared for him now years later that same young woman who woman who gave him that drink became critically ill she had a disease that was going to kill her the local doctors in that very town had given up hope because there was absolutely no way absolutely no way that she could make it they finally sent her to a big city where they called in the specialists to study her rare disease she had the rarest of rare diseases and there was a doctor called dr howard kelly who was called in for consultation because he was one of the reputed doctors with a specialist to handle the rarest of rarest disease that was his specialty and and the thing here is immediately when he was called in for consultation when he heard the name of the town from where she came a strange light filled his eyes immediately he rose and went down the hall of the hospital to her room because he wanted to know who was from that town and immediately he recognized her at once he goes back to his consultation room determined to do his best as a doctor to save her life and from that day he onwards he gave special attention to that case okay because he was determined that he would do whatever it took for her to live after a very long struggle the battle was won dr kelly requested the business office to pass the final bill to him for approval because obviously he was doctor and she was being treated for a long time he looked at it and then wrote something on the edge of that bill and when that bill goes to that lady she was very afraid to open that bill because she knew that she would have to take a whole the rest of her whole life to pay for it because he was a specialist doctor and obviously for what the hospital and all the cost dr robert kelly obviously bought that bill thing that touched me the most and will touch you the most now as i'm going to say it she opens it and looks at it and she looked and something caught her attention on the side 
as she read the words from the bill there was something written on it and she was scared how am i going to pay this and the words on that bill was in inverted commas paid in full with one glass of milk paid in full with one glass of milk signed dr howard kelly so this touched me a lot and i realized that the same man who was given a glass of milk pays that whole hospital bill and says paid in full with one glass of milk her kind words you don't owe me anything to a young man in need came back to her many years later in the same manner a few kind words and a random act of kindness can change someone's life and you and i have that opportunity the holy spirit gives us you know to speak that kind word over someone's life how true is this isn't it anyone touched i was truly touched by this and i thought i should be part of our teaching this time when i was preparing jesus gave his life for us that was an act of kindness he paid it in full with his precious blood today when the bill comes to us it says paid in full with my blood and that was the thing that touched me 1 corinthians 620 that says our body we are bought with his blood and we are supposed to take care of it because this is the temple of the holy spirit one random act of kindness can always save someone's life now we you know sam prophet samuel blessed david to be king of israel but where his brothers happy his brothers were very jealous of him now pride is always have jealousy and always speaks harshly when the giant goliath was mocking the armies of israel making fun of them ridiculing them and you know nobody could take action against him david came to him and he saw that he could win he was amazed that everyone stood idly and were with this philistine speaking against him and do you know who he goes to he goes to his brother eliab and asks him now i want you to understand how it is even within our own families it could be our own brother our own sister okay and now i want you to understand how pride can be so jealous and can speak harshly take me to 1 samuel chapter 17 verse 28 and i want us to understand this i hope you are being blessed with this these teachings thank you jesus so the truth in this whole dr howard's thing was whatever you sow in life in someone's life it will always come to bless you do to others as you expect them to do unto you anyone agrees with this this the stories or this especially with this dr howard story amen to it if you agree that if you bless someone in your life if you have helped someone to get a job in your life if you have gone out of your way to bless someone in your life some day that will come back into your life from an unmeasured unextended measure just like dr howard kelly paid it with a cup of milk it was just a cup of milk that she gave me but later on that same cup of milk saved her life so you do not know your random act of kindness can be so wonderful this brother russell's today 
destiny was that act of kindness. She could have chosen to get up and walk away, but he said, "No, I'll listen. Give that person food. Whatever you do will come back to you. Absolutely, hundred percent." And this was so touching to me, and I hope you are also blessed with this. Uh, you know that that story. This is really pretty good. Let's go to this now quickly. When Eliab, David's older brother, heard him speaking with the men, he burned with anger at him and asked, "Why have you come down here? And with whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are, and how wicked your heart is. You came down." Only to watch the battle. Now, if you look at the next verse in twenty-nine, what does he say? Now, what have I done? Said David. Can't I even speak? Now, does this really happen in our families? Put a true amen to this. Where you go trying to ask your elder brother or elder sister for you know that something, and they say, "Who are you? You're just immature." You can't do what we are talking about. Someone who have been experienced in this, maybe you are more capable of doing it. David was the one who was talking about Goliath, and he says, "What are you come here to do? Where are the sheep? Where did you leave them?" The very sight of David angered Eliab, his brother's oldest brother, and we can clearly see the pride that was there. He said to David, "Notice that he tried to be little David, and he was also telling him about the sheep." and he is also saying that you all look at your heart you you have a wicked heart and you only come here to watch the battle david was only trying to make an end, trying to find out how he could you know fight the philistine would have been would he have encouraged him to fight the philistine now question here is it could be your father who had says who are you who are telling me what to do maybe you're more educated than your dad or more knowledgeable But your father may tell you, just be quiet. You do nothing about this. Maybe you know much more, and you are trying to help out. And you say, "What have I done? Can't I even ask, or can't even speak? Just because I'm small, or just because I'm not at your age, that doesn't mean I know nothing." Does this happen in our lives? It happens at our workplace also. With the boss, things I know it everything. You are nobody to tell me because I know it all. Does it happen in our workplace? i know it happens for me it happens you can't go and tell your boss something because he does not like to listen he knows everything if you open your mouth and try to speak he will fire you or transfer you or do something because he knows it all now have we met such people in life it could have been you and me we know it all pride has its own downfall let jesus be our example and let us learn never to be proud what we have learned let us be meek and humble of heart just like jesus uh, take me to matthew chapter 11 was 29 to 30 please take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls 
for my yoke is easy and my for burden my yoke is easy and my burden is light it's actually so easy i mean if you are stressed that you are going through times god is saying just take my yoke upon you and learn from me in 28 he says come to me all who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest but do we go to the lord or do we try to handle the problems ourselves and then we get depression all sides of problems true god has given us very clear cut instructions we choose to handle our lives no no lord you be out of it he's saying i'm i'm there i'll take care of no no holy spirit just be out of it i can handle it why are you you're just like like david coming to eliab and you say no no you be out holy spirit let me handle this on my own and he waits there that's why we grieve the holy spirit at times because we don't go to him and then when everything is lost you cry and then the lord comes even at that last moment he comes to save us so this is how it is with us the question is is it's important for us to realize this truth because otherwise we'll keep you know being in pride and pride will never help us uh, some scriptures there romans 12:3 now question is should we look inside for pride or should we look at the other person and say because of him i'm proud or because of her i'm proud because of that situation i'm proud because of this i'm proud or should we look in and look within and say yes there is pride in me lord lord forgive me because i am proud the spirit of pride that's the only thing that could destroy man thank you jesus For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment, in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. So be very careful. God is clearly saying, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to be, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. Remember to always be humble. this is one of the greatest virtues we all have to work on it daily praising god is one of the ways emptying ourselves like the prodigal son remember we are in a state of grace it's an unbelievable thing for us to remember that everything was paid for in full you and i don't have to go and work again like the old testament we are the people of the new testament and we all have to say sorry and get back into the house it's as simple as that mean it from your heart and ask the lord to bless us and you're in the house back again nothing to be done anyone understanding what i'm saying put an amen if someone has read the old testament and knows what i'm talking people had to actually go sacrifice a calf take the unblemished lamb go with that go to the high priest go and he would offer that into the holy of holies you all you say lord jesus i come into your holy presence and i repent you go for a confession you're back to normal he says your sins are remember no more imagine wiped off on the book of life book of life means on judgment day those sins are not existing and we are given all this but yet you and i create life it's so complicated uh yeah 1 peter 5, 5 
in the same way you who are younger submit yourselves to your elders all of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another because god opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble amen so just take verse 6 as well this is a very powerful verse exactly it can bless us as well humble yourselves therefore under god's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time amen thank you jesus beautiful scripture okay another one for us to bless others is ministering life to others proverbs 15 verse 4 i got another question after this for all of us okay and it's an important question after we finish proverbs 15 verse 4 the soothing tongue is a tree of life but the perverse tongue crushes the spirit and thank you jab so remember one thing a kind word will make a difference in our life remember you spent a put a kind word across the blessing someone's life it is just like the dr howard kelly the it will come back to you in an unknown way blessing you back again amen do we get that now my question here in this is if we decide so we are going to do this in depth later but just taking something out of this how many of us make commitments that we don't keep example you have committed you and your family to go to another person's house and that person goes out of the way to bring all the food make all the dishes clean the house do everything and on the day you decide no i'm not feeling well so we are not coming to how would that other person feel or you just send a text message oh, i'm not feeling well today i'm not feeling like i'm not in the mood today will not come today will come next week does this happen to us or do we also do it suppose you tell the boss in office this is going to be done by the end of the day until the end of the day you not even started it now do we lack integrity that's something we're going to think of because that's going to be a big topic for the coming week as we go into the last part in the teaching but one thing that the lord has been very clear with and today we're going to learn this and it's going to be uh, an important part to think of over the week matthew 5 verse 37 I will end with that because we got to cover this in the next week. I've gone slowly on this entire topic because I wanted every part of it to be blessings. If any one of you have been blessed by the series, please put an amen. Anyone, if it has helped you in any part of the life, any part of the series over the last ten sessions. and this is another truth for all of us and let's read it please all you need to say is simply yes or no anything beyond this comes from the evil one so let your less yes be a yes 
and let your no be a no. My question to you today and to all of us, is it okay to say no? The Lord says either your yes is a yes or a no is a no. My simple question straightforward to you today is if you can't do it, can you say no? Is it okay to say no? Oh, you have to say yes in all situations like yes, no, no, no. I, yes, I will do it. And then you can't do it. Knowing that you can't do it. If someone asks you for something and you can't do it, is it okay to say or no? That's a simple, forward, straightforward question. The Lord says, let your yes be a yes. And you have to stand by that yes. Come what may. There's no way of keeping away from that yes. And if your no is a no, it's a no. There's nothing more than this. You can't say, in, I'll depend on a situation. No, either it's going to be a yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. So we've got to think about this part because many people ask uh, questions and we are many times committed to saying yes, even I. Obviously, if you can't do it, stand up and say, no, I can't do it. You may ruffle feathers. There would be people who would not be happy with you and you're absolutely right. There would be people who say, oh, she said no or he said no. What happened? But yes, you can't commit to it because you can't keep that commitment. It's better to say no and be out of it than to say yes People are depending on you, hoping that you will do all this. And you know for a fact that you can't do it. So the Lord is very clear about this. Crystal clear. If you are saying yes, your yes must mean only a yes. There cannot be a no coming in there. If you are committed, you are going for it at any cost. If you say no, then it should be a no. Is that clear? Something to think about, and we're going to have that in discussion, maybe in the next, the last concluding part of our series. Uh, we're going to have something called the smart mouth. And the most important part of the last series of our teaching is going to be what we're going to learn. Do you want to change your life? That is going to be the conclusion of the power of our words, how we are going to take all the series that we learned and apply it. And remember, why is it open? necessary to open a mouth and praise God. Now tonight in prayer, we are going to remember the poor and the fortunate, less fortunate, and we are going to pray. Okay, Our prayer is not about us today. It's about people who are finding it hard, who are having it very hard in life. We are going to think about them. And the Lord tells us tonight is that when we eat our food in the little things, let's thank God and ensure that we complete what God has given us in our plate. If you take the food Eat it full. Do not waste it because there could be someone there who would have been waiting for that one meal and we throw it in the bin. Amen. So let's be thinking about the poor and fortunate, especially when Christmas time comes. Let us remember Brother Russell's testimony today. It was touching. If people were touched with it. Remember, the most important, how much does it cost you to buy a bread, a loaf of bread, or some food and give some poor person. I knew Sister Jane used to do it and I have done it and it's wonderful. It's a greater joy to give than to receive. Let's 
try to bless someone's life, not with our money, with a meal. If you can buy a meal for someone who can't afford it and give it to them, that uh, will go a long way because God says, bless those who can't bless you because you're giving to someone who can't give it back to you. Thank you for whoever does it. You're lending to God and when you lend to God, he will bless you. His blessings are not like simple, simple interests, multiplication. Let's close in prayer. Dear Lord, Dear Lord, we thank you for your gracious love and affection. We thank you for your gracious love and affection for us each day of the year. For us each day of the year. We bless your name. We bless your name for giving us jobs. For giving us jobs, businesses, businesses, and finances, and finances to fend for ourselves. To fend for ourselves. We know that. We know that other people, other people are having it very hard. Are having it very hard, and in very tough times. And, and in, are very, in very tough. And are in very tough times. We understand. We understand that there are others who live in poverty. That there are others who live in poverty. But today we remember them in prayer. But today we remember them in prayer. Let the coming year. Let the coming year. Be a year of plentiful harvest for these people. Be a year of plentiful harvest for these people. Plant favor. Plant favor. Grace. Grace. Jobs. Jobs. Business opportunities. Business opportunities. And wealth in their lives. And wealth in their lives. Let them approach the year. Let them approach the year. With smiles instead of tears. With smiles instead of tears. We pray for breakthroughs in their lives. We pray for breakthroughs in their lives. In their health. In their health. In their relationships. In their relationships. In their finances. In their finances. In their prayer life. In their prayer life. We also pray for people who are jobless. We also pray for people who are jobless. Or in financial difficulties and hardships. Or in financial difficulties and hardships. Let your favor of jobs and financial blessings chase them and overtake them. Let your favor of jobs and financial blessings chase and overtake them. If anyone is in need of an, a business opportunity. If anyone is in need of a business opportunity. Lord, bless them with it. Bless Lord, them. bless them with it. Let their pockets and plates be filled. Let their pockets and plates be filled. And let there be always food on their table. And let there be always food on their table. Grant them the prayers. Grant them the prayers. And let every word that they speak in your name, Jesus, be an answered prayer. And let every word that they speak in your name, Jesus, 
be an answered prayer. Let those who were laughing at the at them. Let those who are laughing at them be the ones laughed at now. Be the ones laughed at now. Let them cast away poverty and embrace riches. Let them cast away poverty and embrace riches. And we know, Lord. And we know, Lord. Whatever we ask, Father, in the name of Jesus. Whatever we ask, Father, in the name of Jesus. Is always an answered prayer. Is always an answered prayer. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And God's people said, Amen. Thank you. If you have been blessed by this, uh, remember one kind word, paid in full with a glass of milk, paid in full with my precious blood. That's what Jesus tells us. How beautiful is that lovely love story between us and our Lord Jesus. Keep on with the word of God, being in the word. Attend the morning uh, encounters. Please attend the evening rosary because it's so beautiful. If someone has not attended Mother Mary is very important for this prayer group and she's, her intercession is powerful. Brother Savio and every ministry, keep us all in prayer and we pray for one another. God bless all of you and look forward to the next, the last series next Friday. Um, God bless all till then. And please share your testimony. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Savio. Thank you, brother.